Welcome to Fusion Fantasy Football. All right, guys, we're back. Josh, your host here on Fusion Fantasy Football with another overreaction player. This time we're going to be talking about a wide receiver who is quite possibly the very last team's wide receiver one going in your draft. Now, and there's another player that a lot of people will point at as being the very last top wide receiver one to go in Amari Cooper. Yeah, I get it. I think there's other good wide receivers who will be just as good as him, maybe even better on other teams as a wide receiver too, which is why he falls. But what I'm talking about is Kenny Galladay on the New York Giants. And yes, it was not good. I understand. It was bad. However, however, first of all, you had him on a new team. You had him struggling with injury. And then uh, he missed three games, came back, played in a couple with Daniel Jones, and then Daniel Jones got injured for the rest of the season. So in total, if you take Galladay's healthy games, healthy, as best we can tell, healthy games, and his those games with Daniel Jones, it's only been like five games, guys. It's only been like five games that they've even played together healthy, both of them. And he was getting a pretty strong amount of targets. He was getting good work. He was pacing. And I know, I know, I get it. It's a small sample, but it's we have to understand that I can't use the whole season against him either. That would be just as wrong. Taking that whole season and using it against him and saying that that's what Kenny Galladay is and will be in 2022 is just as wrong as taking, actually I think more wrong, than taking his good games with with Daniel Jones and saying that that paces out over 100 targets. I had no problem with that. Um, first of all, I've always... I always liked the move. I think they overpaid for him. Sure, uh, the the whole coaching setup there was just bad to begin with. But now we're coming into a new coach, Brian Dable, coming over from the Buffalo Bills. We've got Saquon back healthy. We've got improved offensive line. There's a lot of things pointing positives, and a lot of people are going to say, "But Josh, you said he's the wide wide receiver one on the team." That's not who it is. It's Kadarius Tony, And he may end up being the wide receiver one. They probably would like him to be. But until I see it, now I'm going to say something. I hate it when people say this because we should be projecting, not waiting to see it. But my projections for Kadarius Tony have always been he's overrated. He's flashy, but he's not going to be consistent. And he's not even a consistent individual, personally, okay, which has held him back in the past. Injuries and personal work ethic, coaching, problems with coaches. I mean, we saw it last year where he just like walked off in uh, camp at one point. Um, these are the problems. He needs to grow up and get over that kind of stuff. So it's not that I need to, I need to see it. That's the phrase I hate hearing. Well, I need to see it first. Well, thanks. 
because that's really going to be helpful. No, um, you're not going to get Kadarius Tony listening to me. He, I will need to be proved proven wrong. So it's not that I, I need to wait and see before I decide. No, I've already made my decision and I'm happy with it. I'm going to be drafting Kenny Galladay instead. Now, going into last year, he was a wide receiver 30. I think it was higher than that at one point. By the end of the year where these numbers locked in, uh, he had some injury concerns. There was a lot of questions on that whole offense, and he slipped to wide receiver 30. He had been even higher than that. I know he had. Now, this season, he's all the way down to wide receiver 56. He basically doubled. He basically doubled. Um, in the meantime, the amount of work he was getting, if you look at that how, that much work and you look at the work that other players in the wide receiver 56 range are getting, he's getting way more work. And it doesn't really make sense for him to be there. I understand he's at a discount because, again, it's like I'd rather be drafting a different player who can exceed this production. But, uh, guys, he's not going to be worse than, what is it here, wide receiver 56, 120 points, all right, 9.6 points per game. I, I think he can beat that, guys. I think he can beat that. Um, so, Kenny Galladay, look, if you go on Twitter, follow me, at FusionFFB, this whole thread is pinned. My friend Andrew Hall had already done a thread about this right about the same time, just before I saw it. I already liked Kenny Galladay, and I said, he's going to be the next guy on the overreaction list, and there he is. So go check out the tweet, and there's a link there to Andrew's uh, thread. It's just like six posts. I mean, I, I guess threads are a big thing on Twitter right now. I don't know, but look, he is being underrated because of the fear because, again, you get this uh, the, the, this apathy. It's not just apathy, but it's just God, we're sick and tired of Galladay. We're tired of it not working out. We're tired of getting our hopes up and being crushed. And while that's justifiable and you should feel that way, you shouldn't then be letting him fall farther than he should. You should have just always been taking him where he should have been being taken, that you've reached on him. That's how it was with Higby as well, right? You reach on him, you reach on him, doesn't work, doesn't work. Now you're like, I'm done with him. I'm not drafting him again. And, you know, this is the year actually is the year you should have been on it. All right. Boomerang players have called him in the past. Uh, right now I'm focusing on the ADP overreaction um, or how they've overreacted to last season and how that's reflected in the ADP. Kenny Galladay could very well finish in the wide receiver, I'm going to say, 24 range, approaching that 200 points on the season, right? Uh, you're looking at like 14 points per game kind of range. Of Look, that's incredible for a guy that you can get as your wide receiver three, four, four or five even, actually, depending on when you, when you take them. But, man, going way too cheap. Go ahead and, and and in dynasty, guys. I mean, I've been talking redraft or in redraft season, but even in dynasty, um, he's probably someone who's gonna die on your your roster, but is that worth a third for a lot of startable weeks? 
I think so. I'm going to be throwing the third out there for Kenny Galladay. Um, let me know what you guys think. Am I crazy on this one? Be sure to follow the tweet and check out Andrew's thread on it. Um, he highlights a bunch of things that I didn't say. Uh, one of the things that, like I said, I wanted to highlight was just how how good his numbers were, even though he only had five, you know, healthy games with uh, with Daniel Jones before Daniel Jones got hurt. So that's why I wanted to focus on. Let me look. Let me talk about those games real quick, though. So the so basically the first four games. The fifth game is the game he got hurt. Then he missed three more games, and then you you know first game or two back you're you're recovering. Um, his week eleven was his third game back from recovery, and he was seven uh, targets, three receptions, fifty yards. But Daniel Jones got hurt in that game, so we're gonna go back just the first four games, okay? Where we know everyone was healthy. Uh, he was getting an average of six and a half targets per game. That's 110 targets on the season. But we all know how Kenny Galladay works. And I, I liked him for uh, Daniel Jones in the past. I felt like he would like him, uh, that kind of aggressive downfield throwing. And that's what Galladay does well. So Galladay's averaging uh, almost 1,200 yards on that pace because he has a high yards per uh, a reception. He had he had 16 and a half yards per reception in those four games. So you're looking at 110 targets, 72 receptions, 1,200 yards. I could see that really coming out to like a 80 for 1,100 uh, season. And he he also didn't have touchdowns in that time. That can improve as well. So you're looking at more touchdowns too, um, and. I don't know where you've got a 200-point PPR season uh, from a player that was drafted. I don't even know what round that is, but wide receiver 56 is ridiculous, guys. It's way too late. All right, so Kenny Galladay, keep an eye on him for your late round. If you're going running back high ground, he's a perfect kind of wide receiver four to have on your team that you get super cheap and can completely recoup you know, he can perform just as well as the players that you passed on for your wide receiver two, right? You passed on your wide receiver two and three, took running back, more running backs, but now you're getting a player who can produce just like those wide receivers that you passed on and you got him for almost nothing. Perfect guy for a, uh, a high ground or any other kind of draft approach that is waiting a little bit on your wide receiver three, four, five, right? Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed this one. If you have any ideas for other players you've seen, their ADPs don't make sense. Clear overreaction one way or the other, positive or negative, go ahead, follow on Twitter at FusionFFB, pin tweet, add the comment, let me know who you think I should look into and if I think it qualifies. Maybe he'll make the list and maybe you'll get a podcast out of it. Thanks, guys. See you next time.